Good afternoon, everyone. How are you? It's Craig, Craig McKim Networking. How you doing? So, as promised, the last couple of weeks I've been talking about having my first interview um, of a uh, of a business owner, and uh, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, talk about networking and talk about her business and, and things like that. But um, this is a lady that comes from the corporate world and has now ventured into entrepreneurship. It is in her blood, and we will talk about that later too. Um, but more than anything, this is a friend of mine for over 30, over 30 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> um, so let me introduce the owner of Gray Fashion Boutique in Boardman, Ohio, um, my very dear friend, Amy Abruzzeri. Hello. Hi, Amy. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah. And I'm so excited that I'm your first interview. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, my very first. Wow. How about that? I love it. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you too. for having me. Yeah, of course. So, um, you've been in business now for about a year, a little over a year online, which is interesting that you went that route first because it's not typically how people would think to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I suspect you built a little, a little um, interest, well, a lot of interest of what it seems like, and then you opened brick and mortar here, your first storefront in October Correct. of 17. So... Um, my first question is, and we'll get into other things here too, but my first question is, where did the name come from? Gray. <laughs> Gray Boutique. So to back up real quick, so mm. we intentionally did open online first. Okay. Um, it was a very intentional part of our um, business strategy to build clientele mm -hmm. um, before coming into the brick and mortar space. So mm -hmm. we started social media. We started you know, doing it from my home. Um, probably about six months before we opened brick and mortar. It was yeah. really important to us to kind of build that clientele and to also filter vendors mm -hmm. that we liked versus ones that we knew we weren't going to stay with. So that was an intentional move on our part. Sure. Um, so gray boutique. So gray boutique is not because I love the color gray, although I do. Um, <laughs> it is not from 50 shades of gray, right. which men come in <laughs> quite often to ask me that. Right. Um, it's actually from a characteristic trait that my boss um, in the corporate world would write on my review year after year after year. So leaving the corporate corporate world after 17 years of experience, um, when I knew I wanted to do this, I I sat down with my husband. I was thinking about all the reviews that I had been given by previous you know um, leaders and. One word stuck out year after year after year. You're successful in your role because you live in the gray. And I was told that by so many peers and direct reports and VPs and CEOs that my leadership style and my personality isn't black and white. It's very much gray and how I treat individuals is very gray. So that is where the name Gray Boutique came from. That's an awesome story. And, and obviously, I never knew that. Um, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. wow, good for you. Um. <laughs> and I feel like that kind of trickles into the experience I give my customer. Mm -hmm. So not every one customer is the same. Mm -hmm. So there is no black and white when you walk in the door. Sure. Everyone needs to be treated uh, different because um, individuality is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Well, I got to think, especially in the fashion world, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, okay, well then. Now that we've gotten there, we just kind of jumped ahead. Where did this, you know, where did this all start? What's your kind of, what's your, you know, just start from the beginning where your 
personally, kind of what got you interested, mm -hmm. and professionally, where you started, because I know a little bit about it, but sure, yeah, I don't know the whole thing. So, so uh, personally, I was, um, I'm one of, there's three girls in my family growing up, older sister, younger sister, and I was the only one that, at the age of two, would wear a dress playing in the dirt, and demanded to wear a dress playing in the dirt. So <laughs> I've had a very big eye for fashion and anything girly since I was two years old. Um, so I always knew that I would do something in the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. um, I did go to college for fashion merchandising, so I have a um, degree in um, fashion merchandising and a minor in business administration. Um, graduated from the School of Indiana University of PA. Um, met my husband while in college. And uh, right after college, I wanted to do this but did not have the funds to support it. So um, going out on your own is expensive. Um, so I thought at that point, it was about not having the money to do it. Now hindsight is I didn't have the experience to do it either. So right, right. the, the mm -hmm. experience that I gained in the corporate world of 17 years is so valuable in what I'm doing now. So um, I worked for my first retailer, um, Retail Brand Alliance, that's under the umbrella of Brooks Brothers, Casual Corner, Petite Sophisticate. I did that for six years, and they went out of business after 52 years of business. The liquidation company offered to hire me because I sold every last pencil in the stores and um, <laughs> turned that down. Um, and through the strong um, contacts I had made through that six years of experience, um, somebody that I actually had recruited and hired along the way went and worked for um, a very reputable company and they got a hold of me and said, hey, do you remember me? You, you recruited me years ago. Um, I heard that the company you're with is no longer around. Mm -hmm. Come work for you know X, Y, and Z. So I went to this um, L Brands, which is a very reputable um, fashion um, company. I'm sure everyone's heard of that. That's Victoria's Secret, Bath & Body. Mm -hmm. I went and worked with them through a network uh, contact that I made and um, that's where I ended my career. So I worked my way up through every position when I um, decided to retire from the corporate life over a year ago. I was a district manager. I had um, uh, several Cleveland, um, Northeast Ohio, um, Erie PA stores. Um, loved, loved what I did, but it, it came a point where I was unable to find the balance that I needed to be the best um, leader that I that I knew I wanted to be, to be the best wife, to be the best friend, to be the best mother. And, you know, through all the experience I gained um, in making smart decisions financially, I was now able to open a brick and mortar store that I wanted to do 18 years ago without the funds. So gained astronaut, I mean, the experience I gained in 18, 17 years, this would not be successful had I not done that. Course, um, yeah. So, yeah, so my husband and I sat down and I think it's, you need to have the support system. So I have a strong support system with my husband, family and close friends. Mm -hmm. And he said, let's do it. So me leaving the corporate world and, and beginning my own business um, was really because of the balance that I needed in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's going great. We've been open for almost a year and... Yeah. You know, it's going great. Yeah. Well, now you <clears throat> you just said um, that you made the decision a year, like a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. But I got to assume that there was, obviously you thought about this 18 years ago, but where, at what point in 
it, why, why in the corporate world did you think to yourself, my own shop, my own business is, it's real. Yeah. I, this is something really real. So I can't imagine it was, you, you picked up one day, hey, let's do this. And the next day you were, I mean, maybe right. very well you did, but, mm-hmm. but was it like, you know, a couple years ago, was it really just a year and a half ago? Really, it was an every year conversation <laughs> that I would have really right. with my husband. Mm-hmm. It was always that dream that when is the right time to do it? Mm-hmm. And I think I knew, actually, I knew it was the right time um, whenever the travel with my life became too much in the corporate world and 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 it wasn't as satisfying as it used to be so i'd i'd go home at night and i'd be exhausted and draining and i think god like you know i met some great people i think i influenced today i know i learned something from an individual today i hopefully taught something from an individual today which Mm -hmm. is always something that i was passionate about but it wasn't satisfying me and it really wasn't um, it came to a point where it really wasn't satisfying me. You're a different person in in your you know mid 30s than you were at 24. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. one just other things come up. So yeah. Yeah, and you know, and again, to have the support system and um, of my husband was was huge. And you know, I've always loved fashion, like I said, and uh, I'm huge. Like social media is a very big part of it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple years back, whenever we were really into like the social media, like Facebook and all that, you know, I'd get all these things like, what are you wearing? Where'd you get that belt? Where'd you get those shoes? And, and I've like always loved to dress people. It's something I've always done. And we laughed for years. Like Nick was, my husband, Nick was always like, God, if you just could sell the belt you had on, (laughs) you know, and that was a conversation we had year after year after year. Um, but social media really started to highlight that. And when you made the jump. When, when you finally made the decision, not even like, not even that you were doing it, just that <clears throat> we're going to make this, we're going to do this now. What did, like, what did that? What was the process? How, well, not even, well, yeah, but how did, how did you feel at that point? Like, was it, yeah, or like, oh shit. I mean, or, or any, any combination of the, of the yeah, two. Yeah, I think anytime you leave a career that you've built, and I had such pride in the success that I've had and the the things that I learned and even the failures that I've had throughout the way. I, I think I, I've had such pride in that. So I think that piece was, it, it was a little tough in the beginning to say, wow, I'm walking away from all of this, you know, oh crap, what if this doesn't work? Well, I, and I wanted to say this, I remember when you got, I think it was your first promotion and how excited your dad was because as a Pretty much, he he was in he was kind of corporate, you mm-hmm. know, when he worked at the at the uh, at the factory. Mm-hmm. But then he went into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But he had to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just remember how excited you described him being when you now had a a steady, nice, honestly paycheck, right. and you were able to get a nice car, and you know, you had all this, you had stuff, right? Um, you know, which again, at twenty whatever, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different than it is now. Yeah, and that you know, you think about all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the salary, which mm-hmm. was, you know, lucrative. It was a great salary that mm-hmm. I that I was leaving. These bonuses, you had a car, you had the cell phone, you had the iPad, like mm-hmm. all these things you were leaving away. Yeah. But I think that piece of it didn't bother me as much as I is the people that mm-hmm. I made and the connections that I had made throughout the way. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't want to let anybody down because one of the <laughs> biggest things throughout my career is I prided myself on recruiting only the best to work for me mm-hmm. and 
kind of mentoring them throughout their career. Mm -hmm. So my biggest thing is I didn't want to let the people down, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but when I look at what I was gaining, time, more time with my children, more mm -hmm. flexibility, um, more support for my husband to travel where he needed to go to make his corporate life, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, better. It was really a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, those connections stay. They uh -huh. remain. I still talk to those individuals. Yeah. Um, and, and they do th and they do that, you know. It's uh -huh. like we think about it, it's just so connected to work, but... The ones they've been the my biggest supporters. Right. Like, you know, these yeah. individuals that I've, I've traveled with and, you know, I've, I've worked with for all these years are some of my biggest supporters uh, at Grey Boutique. You mm -hmm. know, they're the ones sharing my posts. They're the ones buying from me when they have a special event and um you know i couldn't be more um thankful for them cool well um i did want to uh, i did have a question here as i'm sitting here looking we will probably get into that a little bit more but is there any you know, being that you've worked in both are there any can you clear up or just talk about any myths uh that have been debunked or just your thoughts on self-employment you know we just we were just talking about the check and mm -hmm. that's that's con or it's consistent. No, I say mm -hmm. constant, but it's consistent. And you know you have a job, and there's this giant brand that, that you work for, and this mm -hmm. company that they got all the answers already. You know, you just kind of follow the path. You know, but now here you are. You know, is there anything? Is it harder than you thought it would be? Is it easier than you thought it would be? Is it just about what because you had spent so many years in it that it's exactly what you expected? I mean, yeah, it's a great question. I think so. Similarities. You find great people who are passionate for you, mm -hmm. and it makes it that much more successful. Mm -hmm. So corporate life, I, again, hired people who I genuinely liked, but knew I, that I could train, or they already had these great traits. Here at Grey Boutique, I hired people that I genuinely liked, mm -hmm. and I knew they would fit my clientele and my customer here. So that piece is so similar into the in the way that... Um, success has come from the people that I've employed underneath me. Mm -hmm. So they do an amazing job. Um, the hustle is real. I mean, <laughs> when you're self-employed, you know, I, I don't have all this free time to just do all of these random things. You know, when people say, what do you do? I said, oh, I own Grey Boutique. Oh, do you love being at home with your kids? The flexibility <laughs> is better. So, you know, Mondays, my husband's gone. still got to work. I can be home. But the hustle is real. Uh -huh. I mean, this um, store doesn't, you know, keep running because I'm, you know, at the pool every day laying out, you know, it's the <laughs> flexibility more. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I do still work significant, a yeah. significant amount. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's more rewarding. Uh -huh. You know, I lay my head on my pillow and I'm like, this is mine. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is mine. I own this. Mm -hmm. I built this. Yeah. And it's so much more rewarding. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so you started getting this earlier. Um, when you decided to, to start this, like what literally what was the first thing that you did like you know was it i picked a name or i i you know outside of t telling your family and things like that but mm -hmm. what, what was the first thing you did and then how did you how did you build on it like and then what was next like you know kind of what was what really at what point did you feel like we're really moving like yeah. this is this is happening this isn't me just kind of playing around like this is it. So what was first and then how did yeah. that go? Well, we did our homework first. Mm -hmm. So um, we we said, okay, we think we're going to do this. And I say we, meaning my husband and I. So mm -hmm. we think we're going to do this. Um, let's figure out what's all involved in this. Mm -hmm. um, so we did make uh, a trip to New York City and we attended a trade show. And we kind of walked around and we talked. We purposely grabbed people and just sat and talked to them about their boutiques or their store. And 
what's involved? What are you doing? You know, <laughs> uh, just, just we gained as much information as we could from that trip to New York. Um, we came home and, um, you know, once we said we're going to do it, there was no turning back. So the first step was to tell my family mm-hmm. um, and to tell Nick's family and to tell my close friends because mm-hmm. I feel like once it's out there in the universe, we're not going back. <laughs> we're we not going back. So we, we kind of shared the news that I was going to um, be leaving my um, career and, and be doing this. So that was the first thing. Um, and, and I, how did that go? Uh, you know what? It went great. Yeah. Um, of course, there was a little bit of shock and awe from you know, my family. Um, mm-hmm. You've built this great career. What do you mean? You're leaving all of this. And um, after that, they couldn't have been more supportive. So my dad, you know, has been self-employed for over 35 years and I admire him um, immensely. Um, yeah. He said, just do it. Yeah. You know, just do it. So yeah, I think that, that hearing the encouraging words, no, yeah. right? Hearing the encouraging words from the family always makes it easier. But once we got out there, you know, then you start with, you know, applying for the business license and all of the behind the scenes work start. Mm-hmm. Um, and the name, of course, yeah. um, was something I feel like once you get a name and you come up with your mission statement and your vision, mm-hmm. that that to me was the initial step. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. As we sat, so now we are going to start talking about networking a little bit. And I liked when we were talking earlier, uh, you know, kind of the things that you do already. Um, as we sat in a coffee shop next, uh, next door, a couple doors over uh, a couple months ago, we were there for about two hours and I think about 25 people came in and you knew half of them at least. So is that you just being, uh, like I had asked, kind of like an engaged shop owner or... Um, is it is it time that you specifically or you put in your head like I'm going to go out and I'm going to talk to people I'm going to find out what I can do for them or how I can help them uh, and you know and how does how does networking play and even go back to what you were telling me before we started recording your part of your job description in your in the corporate life mm-hmm. um, how, how does networking play a role in your either marketing strategy or your overall business strategy because I got to think it kind of all goes together once you are your own your own shop. Yeah, I think so. I am very, um, so, so networking is a part of my daily life. Mm-hmm. So it's something, like I said before, um, in my job description, it was part of my job description, yeah. networking. Yeah. Um, how it's kind of different from corporate life to being self-employed was I would put it on my calendar, two hour slot to network mm-hmm. when I was, you know, um, mm-hmm. in my corporate world. And what, which, what does that look like in your, in your life? World? Yeah. Like in or your life. You're like, no, I mean, just like, yeah, what, what was it? What were you doing? What so did for you do? two hours, um, I would walk the mall and I would introduce myself to store management teams. I would, um, you know, ask them who was your district manager, who was your regional vice president. I would gather names, um, gather business cards. I would follow up with emails. Hey, I'll be in this area. Do you want to get coffee? And, and it wasn't because I had positions open to fill at the time. It was because I literally formed networking logs on my computer mm-hmm. of individuals that I had met, things that I liked about them, where I see them maybe fitting into my district. Mm-hmm. And when I had a position open, I prided myself on that position being closed within a week because You're I had here. this amazing networking log mm-hmm. because I took two hours a week out of my time mm-hmm. to just meet new people. Yeah. So, which, which leads to actually more time on top of that. Absolutely. Of- Putting it, putting your database together, taking notes, and all that stuff. You're not just meeting new people now. It turns into from two to to four hours or right. whatever. Yeah. And time 
cost you a lot of money in that corporate <laughs> life. So if I would lose a store manager mm-hmm. and I would have no store manager for a month, mm-hmm. critical to my bottom line. Right. So to have the people ready to go mm-hmm. was really important. Translate that to here. It's nothing you'll see on my personal calendar. It's something I do very natural now. Mm-hmm. And those people that you um, saw me uh, speaking to at the coffee shop, I do a lot of outreach in the community. I um, I support local business as much as I can. I have three or four individuals locally that I carry their product in my store. Mm-hmm. Um, I reach out to others that I don't to see if I can make a connection to sell their product in my store. I love to get involved with charities. I was at a charity um, dinner last night um, for Making Kids Count. and. You know, I like to support organizations and charity as much as I can. So the networking is more natural in mm-hmm. a natural form. But mm-hmm. through that, oh, I didn't know you own Gray Boutique. And, you know, so you meet these individuals out there. They spread the word. Mm-hmm. And it just is a natural thing for me. It's when I, because I, I found when, you, when you're just active in, mm-hmm. when you're just active, Absolutely. you're out there doing it and, and you're doing things and you're talking about it and how can I help, it, it turns into stuff that maybe you didn't, see or you mm-hmm. just didn't understand it it was like being a practitioner of it and you know when yep. you own your own shop i can just think back um and for those of you uh, you certainly wouldn't know but i used to work for amy's dad 20 years ago mm-hmm. cleaning carpets and he was a master networker mm-hmm. always he talked to everybody yep. um and never and never i don't ever remember once saying hey let me do this for, you know i'm going to do this for you or hey buy my stuff he just, hey, how you doing? What's going on? How you been? Oh, yeah, I saw you. What's going on? I mean, he just, mm-hmm. he got in the conversations so easily. And I gained that from my dad. So I oh. genuinely like people. Like, <laughs> I like to talk to people. And huh. I find, like, an interest in anybody I talk to. So you might have heard me say, like, I always, like, think at night, which sounds silly, but okay, what did I learn today? Did I teach anybody anything? Mm-hmm. Like, and that could translate to people. Like, you know, what was so special about, you know, Susan that walked in today, you mm-hmm. know, and I think about these things mm-hmm. and it's just about person meeting people. And mm-hmm. I think it's extremely important to be visible in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in my world, I mean, there's five boutiques you'll find on the street that we're on right now. Yeah, right. Five, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's important for me to be visible, connect with those boutiques if they're open to sure. it. Um, and, you know, just make, you know, make an effort yeah. to get to know people. Yeah. Try to meet five new people a day. Yeah. I mean, what's so hard about that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> right, right. It was, I was, uh, I was at the gym earlier. Um, in over, town here? Uh, uh, Iron Maid over in... Uh, Bessemer. Uh, well, what used to, it wasn't, it's in New Middletown now. It's just oh, across okay. the border, yeah. But uh, he went, he, yeah, he's probably 10 years younger than us. He went to school, he went to Mohawk. And, but he... While I was at the end of the workout, he, he, he caught me. He's like, hey, you know, um, he was starting asking me questions like, hey, what do you think? You know, do you have any feedback? Just just he owns the business. So I was like, what do I think? Mm-hmm. Um, and after the after the conversation, it was like, holy cow, networking. It just literally just jumped to the top of my list as as a, uh, a learning application. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you're networking, you're talking to people that you don't know their business mm-hmm. and and maybe this connected to yours, maybe it isn't, but that's the, as far as you know, like that's the resident expert of that, of whatever that business is and how much you can learn from those people. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, for you, I mean, you know, I mean, you're as seasoned as you are and you know your business, 
you know what people are looking for, but then how, how are they looking to shop? I mean, I'm sure there's some feedback that you get of like, hey, you asked some that you asked one of the, the girls that works here, should this? I love this dress. It's not selling. Mm-hmm. What should? What do we do with it? Oh my gosh, yeah. And I so don't you, have all the answers. Right. What yeah. a boring world if we all had like our own answers oh, our experts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's so important. And that let me just um. So I said I was at this charity event last night. Mm-hmm. So how I became how that even came about. So uh, there was a customer in her shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, smelled great. I love essential oils. <laughs> oh, she had essential oil bracelets on. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, love them. I never heard yeah. of essential oil bracelets. Mm-hmm. I make them. <laughs> you do. How about that? Would you like to sell them in my store, yeah. right? So through just talking with her, of mm. course, you know, I sell 30 bracelets a week from her. Mm-hmm. You know, she comes in, she stocks me up. So just making a connection with her, um, where do you work at? Oh, I run a nonprofit organization, Making Kids Count. Do your research on it. It's an amazing organization where 100% of their profits go directly to local kids who, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. are in need in some in some way. Great. How could I help support you? Mm-hmm. How could I help support you? They're having this big event at the Lake Club. We go there last night. Met three people I did not even know. You own Grey Boutique. What are your hours? Mm-hmm. When are you open? Yeah. I'm gonna stop in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know. So it's, it's those relationships that mm-hmm. I find extremely valuable because this is now a friend of mine, yeah. but I'm, I can help her as much as I can. But through that, I've met individuals that will come here and mm-hmm. shop because yep. I met them at the event last night. It turns out when you start giving to people without mm-hmm. expectation, yep. like, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to mm-hmm. give. You get exactly. it back. Yeah. Um, so I guess we kind of, I was going to ask you about what you loved about corporate American you've talked really about the people and, and then what you love about having your own business and the flexibility that it offers and the satisfaction and, yep. and yeah um, so let me ask you a couple other questions who was who's the most in person uh, I'm sorry who's the most influential person in your life oh geez uh, that's right I didn't send you these yeah um, <laughs> so yeah this is uh, it's easy for me to answer that but it's a great question it's my father for sure so um, <laughs> talk to him daily um and watching him work as hard as he did to give me my older sister and younger sister everything that we needed and didn't need um you know (laughs) (laughs) really um has left a special mark with me and yeah that's a pretty easy question to answer yeah Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. a good dude yeah what a good dude i like your dad i love your dad honestly yeah Mm -hmm. um so what is the what does the future hold for for you and Gray? You know, is it is this something that you, this is good, or okay, is there more? <laughs> so my husband asked me this nightly. What else? What else are we going to do with it? You know, where do you want to take it? I'm like, okay. So, yeah. you know, we're hitting our one year mark, and could not be more um, proud of the success that we've had and mm-hmm. what we've built together here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where, well, I know where I want to go next is I really want to grow the online store as much as I can. I mean, there'll be another boutique soon in the area. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, people come in, they see it's different. It mm-hmm. feels different. It looks different. Um, only a matter of time before, mm-hmm. you know, well, you're you always different. have to stay that, uh, you know, a little bit ahead of your competitors, right? Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before another gray Mm -hmm. type store opens um so i think it's extremely important to build your online presence so that is going to get a lot of my efforts in this next year is growing the online business um i have been approached a couple times about franchising so 
um, my husband has been running some numbers on the potential of franchising. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something I want to do? I really can't answer that yet. Um, but my immediate goal is to really grow online as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and just continue to grow the business here yeah. in this location. Okay, cool. What's the, um, what's the pro- what's the thing you're most proud of right now? Uh, re- regardless uh, store or business personal what's what's mm-hmm. the thing that you are most proud of um sorry um proud of <laughs> you heard that reaction <laughs> yeah um i you know i i said when you, we started this interview i felt like like there was just room for me to be a, me- a better wife and a better friend and a better mother and a better daughter um, so I feel like I'm really proud um, this past year that I've given myself the balance that I need to feel to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think that's probably it. I feel like I'm at a really good place personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so thankful and blessed that professionally it's still doing well. So yeah. personally, I feel like I'm very proud of the balance I have found. Okay. And then <clears throat> what's the happiest moment of your life? Ever? Yes, ever. <laughs> um, From the moment that you met me until... <laughs> oh, prom, 1995. Right, um, yeah. Or 96. <laughs> what year did we graduate? 96. 96 wow. Yeah. Um, so, it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. It's uh-huh. the birth of both of my children. Sure. Um, you know, it's changed me as an individual it's made me so much better mm-hmm. um so definitely the birth of antonio and luca mm-hmm. um followed really closely second by marrying my husband right so sure sure and those two those two couldn't be any better looking Aww. oh my gosh jeez amanda's kids <laughs> they're so cute cool well that's all i got for you um that uh that wrapped it up awesome yeah i Thank appreciate you, friend. it yeah. anytime cool. yeah. that was really cool so uh, that's what we got, folks. Uh, you, you heard it. This obviously was a lot longer than they typically are. Uh, this is going to be hopefully a regular thing. I'm so glad that Amy had the time and took the time to, uh, to sit with me and, and uh, being the first on here. But the next week, we're going to get back into uh, some actions, some mindsets, some things to actually go out and do to make your networking a lot more successful. That's all I got. I'll talk to you real soon.